Welcome to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. I'm Sarah Ray, writer and intuitive, bringing you weekly astrology forecasts, tarot card readings, and magical musings so you can easily integrate your own unique style of spirituality into your daily life. You can find the episode show notes, copies of my books, free downloads, and lots more at spirituallyinspired.co. Enjoy the show. Hello, mystics. Thank you for tuning in to episode 30 of the podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you joining me each and every week. Today's show is all about magical malachite, that fancy green banded gem that almost doesn't look real. We're going to talk about that one. I hope to have at least one episode a month where we take a deep dive into one beloved crystal. Ideally, it would be a crystal that is affordable and easy to add to your collection and easy to find. We've already done a few, like clear quartz, rose quartz, amazonite, labradorite, and tiger's eye, and I got a few on deck as well, including pyrite and moonstone and other fun things. So if you have a suggestion, I would love to hear it. Either slide into my DMs on Instagram, leave a comment on YouTube, or send me an old-fashioned email at sarahray at spirituallyinspired.co. That's S-A-R-A-R-A-E at spirituallyinspired.co. So this week's astrology forecast for September 26th through October 2nd, 2021 includes Mercury going retrograde, the last quarter moon in Cancer, the Sun trying to retrograde Saturn, Venus trying retrograde Neptune, and Venus square retrograde Jupiter. Mercury going retrograde is significant, so we'll spend some time talking about that, but trust me, there is no reason to stress out or be afraid of it, as so many people often are. There's lots of good energy this week, actually, even with all the many retrogrades we have going on, so we'll talk about that next. Weekly Astrology for September 26th through October 2nd, 2021. So this week we have Mercury going retrograde, the last quarter moon in Cancer, the Sun trying retrograde Saturn, Venus trying retrograde Neptune, and Venus square retrograde Jupiter. It is very important to slow down this week. We are adding yet another retrograde planet to our already long list of current retrograde planets. And with the moon waning as well, we're really being guided to slow down and reassess almost everything that we can reassess and slow down with. There are still a lot of themes of reviewing and revisiting and reconsidering and rethinking and redefining as well. This has been going on pretty much since the spring and it's going to continue for a few more weeks yet. So just be willing to explore these new ideas and evolve and be willing to rethink everything that you've already thought you've gone over a million times, but not in an obsessive anxiety kind of way, but more in a trying to see with new eyes kind of way. Explore new perspectives that present themselves, but it would be wise not to jump on any bandwagons just yet. Beware of the shiny object syndrome when you are already going down a path and you already have progress towards one particular goal and a new goal or something else starts to distract you and you want to start working on that instead. 
unless it directly pertains to what your ultimate goal is, beware of this sort of shiny object syndrome. You risk being overly excited and missing important details that will pertain to your actual big goal that you're already working towards. The inspiration you receive during the this time, during this week, has the potential to be life-changing because we have a lot of harmonious energy going between some major planets this week. And you really should follow your heart's calling and listen to your intuition when it's speaking to you, but do so in a safe and practical manner. And only do that when the timing is ideal and when it makes sense. Only you can truly know when your intuition is telling you to go for it. The planetary alignments this week will likely flood our souls with creative vision and lots of new plans. And don't be surprised if the muses visit you frequently this week. There is a lot of Libra energy right now going on and Libra loves creativity and the muses also love Libra. So it kind of is all bringing it together in a really harmonious and lovely kind of way. Libra rules over our relationships and everything we find romantic and things that we enjoy such as art and entertainment and also commitments and contracts. So emotions are likely to be intense this week, especially in the realm of lust and desire and artistry. So allow yourself to be captivated by the beauty of your human emotions. There's going to be a lot of them this week and they're going to be really intense but in a great way. Indulge your new creative ideas by journaling about them and the more you're able to journal and kind of think through them in a practical way, the more you'll know if it's now is the time to make this happen or maybe you can integrate it into something else or maybe it should wait a little bit before um, you can really dive headfirst into that. We are in no rush and we will take action on our big dreams when the time is right. For now, let's just let our biggest dreams be dreams and really use this inspirational time to push forward in other areas of your life that you're already pushing forward in. Okay, real quickly before we talk about Mercury retrograde, I'm going to discuss the Cancer last quarter moon that is happening on the 28th of September. Um, if you listen to the last podcast episode, or two podcast episodes ago, you will know that the last quarter moon is a waning phase. It's when things are coming to a slowdown and we're starting to rest a little bit more and we're also starting to see some manifestations come to fruition. So right now you're likely feeling emotionally drained. Cancer is already prone to being emotionally drained because they're so compassionate and empathetic that they're already likely to be emotionally drained. So when the moon is waning in Cancer, it's really important to take a break physically and emotionally and mentally. So show yourself a little bit more sympathy and give yourself some grace during this time because it's going to feel a little overwhelming likely and if you consider yourself an empath where you feel other people's emotions as if they're your own this is especially true. Cancer also has a tendency to be moody so this is another reason why it's important to kind of take a step back and allow your energy to rest and reset during this waning last quarter moon phase. So on September 27th Mercury is going retrograde and you are probably already familiar with Mercury retrograde already because it's really popular in the sense that a lot of people talk about it a lot and it happens around four times a year every single year so it's really well known a really well known time of year i'm pretty sure there's a website called is mercury in retrograde <laughs> where it specifically tells you mercury is in retrograde or not so this has a stereotype of causing all sorts of mayhem especially in the realm of technology you may have already been experiencing some big technical issues like i have been like all of my computers are going crazy all of my microphones on my my cell phone um 
our TVs, all these things are just really acting up because Mercury is the planet of communication and advancement and technology. So when it starts to go backwards or appear to be going backwards in the sky, all these sorts of things are affected. And it's going retrograde in Libra until October 17th. So again, we're adding even more Libra energy to all a lot of the Libra energy that's already around. So patience is a virtue. Mercury retrograde in Libra is teaching us the importance of patience. Mercury really struggles with patience, but Libra is quite comfortable with taking their time in decision-making, almost to the point where decisions don't get made. So that's kind of the downfall with Mercury being in retrograde in Libra is that there is a risk of no decisions being made at all. But Libra is very calculated and likes to plan and likes to be very sure in its decisions. So that counteracts Mercury's natural tendency to just kind of barrel forward and just go for it and just kind of worry about the consequences later. So it's, it might not be the most harmonious alignment, but it has a lot to show us, especially in the realms of our personal lives because Libra rules over our relationships and Mercury rules over our careers. So think about how this all this energy can tie in to your own life. So Mercury retrograde in Libra will probably have us feeling a little sultry and seduction and allure and charm all fall under Libra's reign. So embrace these feelings in a really deliberate and safe way. Make sure you're feeling really steady and secure before you start going into this realm of sensuality and sexuality and seduction. But do take notice of how these things are showing up for you and explore how they're showing up for you, especially in your romantic life without having a specific goal in mind. Okay, so that was your astrology forecast for September 26th through October 2nd, 2021. Malachite crystal meaning, the healing properties of malachite crystal and how you can use it to enhance your own energy and your own spiritual growth. So malachite is the stone of transformation. So it's really great at assisting people who are going through major changes in their life or helping people to manifest major changes that they want to have. Malachite can help us uncover repressed emotions so we can better work through them and heal them and move past them. This is otherwise known as shadow work. On a superficial level, this is shadow work. And everyone has harmful patterns that cause unwanted consequences deep in their subconscious. And Malachite can help us heal and work through those patterns so they can no longer affect us in a negative way. And so we can kind of move on and grow as a person and learn lessons from them. Malachite really does encourage that sort of inner exploration. And that inner exploration will eventually lead to self-expression and self-love. And Malachite is a green stone, therefore it resonates with the heart chakra, which is all about all kinds of unconditional love. Malachite is also known as the midwife stone. This ranges from uh, menstruation, cramps, conception, pregnancy, and childbirth as well. And I really don't think there's a bigger transformation or a bigger change someone can go through than becoming a parent and going through the act of childbirth. So some key words for Malachite are transformation, healing trauma, midwifery, absorbing negativity, protection, empowering, pain relief, manifesting, and wisdom. So Malachite is a phenomenal and beautiful healing crystal. It's this beautiful, deep, rich green color and has all these amazing swirling bands, we call them, and sometimes they show up in circles, sometimes they're more like waves, 
but it's always just a really amazing and intricate pattern made by nature. It's also extremely versatile and easy to work with on a healing and energetic level. It also has a really intimate connection with nature and with earth energy, therefore it's really good at grounding. And in the same way, it's really good at supporting you. So that's why it's excellent in times of transformation and change because it keeps you grounded, keeps you steady, and keeps you supported and level-headed the whole time. I think one of my favorite things about Malachite is that no two pieces are exactly matching or perfect, perfectly matching each other because of all those unique swirling patterns. Malachite's most notable quality is its ability to absorb negativity and pain, both on an energetic level and on a physical level too. When you place it upon the body, it can act as kind of a pain absorbent, and for this reason, and for also absorbing negativity, it really does need to be cleansed regularly. Ideally, you'd be cleansing its energy before and after you use it. If it's a stone that's within your space a lot or you're wearing it as jewelry, ideally you'd be cleansing it at least on a daily basis because when it's absorbing all that negativity, eventually it can either not do its job because it's gonna have too much negativity that's being held onto, or it's gonna start leaking it. Essentially, I don't really have a better word to describe it, but it might not be um, helping you as much if you don't keep it regularly cleansed. So I already mentioned that malachite resonates with the heart chakra because it's green and it's a stone of transformation and it helps open us up to receive more love and self-love and self-expression, which are all energies of the heart chakra. Its element is earth because of its natural ability to absorb negativity, which is what the earth does as well. Malachite is also really good at boosting our manifesting efforts because when we're actively, deliberately trying to manifest, because we're, we're always manifesting, but when we're doing it on purpose, we're seeking a big change and big transformation. So Malachite is excellent to have by our sides when we're going through that process. And I wrote a whole book about manifesting abundance and transforming your life and your money mindset and all these things. So I'm not gonna go into how to do that just now, but just know that Malachite helps you do all those things. This stone also kind of weirdly helps us take risks that might turn into something amazing. Risks and chances that we otherwise wouldn't normally take that would help facilitate our transformations. Something I do want to make note of um, since we're talking about Malachite is that it is toxic. It is a copper-based mineral, so when it's um, in its powder form, if you inhale it, it can be really harmful to your physical body. It's also um, can be toxic when it's wet or cause water to be toxic if you try to make an elixir or something like that. So just be really careful if you are using malachite and water together. Not polished malachite can be dangerous. I think you'd be pretty hard pressed to come across a piece of non-polished malachite just like in a store. You're pretty much only ever gonna find it tumbled, which means it's smooth on the surface. So just be aware that getting it wet can cause some problems. And it kind of has this beautiful silky luster to it and it measures a three and a half to four on the Mohs hardness scale of gems and rocks, which means it's a really soft stone, which is why you often find it in all kinds of sculptures and you might find a lot of artists that are working with malachite because it's really easy for them to mold into beautiful shapes, which kind of is a dangerous job because like I said, it is toxic when it's in its powder form, but it's obviously people work with it a lot. So just kind of do with that information what you will, but you have been warned. Malachite is very affordable and really easy to find, but unfortunately malachite is faked so often, not by reputable new age crystal stores, but mostly online from what I've noticed. And a good indication of 
fake malachite versus real malachite is its depth of its bands. So when you look at it, you can tell that the bands are not just painted on stone, that there's like actual minerals and, and other magical things going on within the bands, as opposed to a fake piece of malachite where it looks two-dimensional. A real piece of malachite is going to look three-dimensional. Also, you can tell the difference between real malachite and fake malachite by the way that it feels. Uh, to me, real malachite feels dense, so when I pick it up, it feels kind of smooth, but also like it's an actual rock. Like, you know how when you pick up a fake rock versus a real rock, it has just a different texture to it? That's the same with fake malachite as well. When you pick it up, it tends to feel light because usually it's some kind of plastic or silicone, but a real piece of malachite is going to feel dense and heavy. Another cool thing about malachite is that it's been uncovered in archaeological digs for a long time, which implies that as far back as ancient Egypt and other ancient civilizations, it's been used and loved for all sorts of reasons, like mostly in jewelry because I believe, and from what I've read and researched, that the ancient people understood its protection powers and understood that it helps keep you grounded and also helps in the transformation process. So they are worn by warriors and they're also buried with it to kind of help with that next stage of life. From what I've gathered in my research, they find a lot of it in ancient tombs. So that's just kind of a fun little tidbit for you. If you want to learn more about how to work with healing crystals and how to use them in your personal spiritual journey, I wrote another book called Crystal Healing Crash Course, which is available wherever ebooks are sold for only $2.99. It's a great way to support my work and to support yourself in learning how to work with the magical energy of healing crystals. And another book I would like to recommend to you is The Crystal Bible by Judy Hall. This is the um, volume one. There's also a second volume, which both are great. And actually this is kind of a whole series. Um, there's the Yoga Bible, there's the Angel Bible, and there's a few other ones too. So this is a great series. And I, I think it's kind of funny and ironic that it's called the Bible. <laughs> But, you know, we can't take everything so seriously, right? So definitely check this book out. You can get this book anywhere. You can probably get it at your library. So there's your book recommendation for this podcast episode. And again, if you have any suggestions about deep dives for crystals, podcast episodes in the future, please do let me know. Leave it in the comments. I would love to hear what you want to learn more about. Thank you for watching and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and if you did, you might also enjoy previous episodes, all of which are available on your favorite podcast app and YouTube. Find the show notes, copies of my books, free downloads, and lots more at spirituallyinspired.co. Namaste.